Hello everyone and welcome to Season 3, Episode 3 of Watch the Film Podcast. My name is Scott. And I'm Steve. And we had an intro in our previous episodes and it's been that long since we've come together and done one of our main season episodes, so I'm just going to wing this a little bit. So You've forgotten it, haven't on you? On Watch the Film Podcast, we come together, we take two films with a common thread, we discuss them, we dissect them before we finally decide which of those makes the ultimate watch list. Um... Not if bad. you haven't, that was all right. That, yeah, I'll take good. that. That yeah. was all right. Yeah, we'll go with that. That was okay. Um, if you haven't listened to us before, we've had two full seasons of these comparing episodes, these yep. clashes for to form two watch lists. We've also got tons of review content, and we're fast approaching our fiftieth uploaded episode, which is pretty exciting. I yes. think we're on like forty six or something like that. So yeah. That's pretty cool. So I reckon We've by... We've plan for that, haven't we? We have. I think yeah. by about 2025, <laughs> we'll have reached that 50th one. But um, yeah, we want to do a bit of a MCU ranking thing or something like that. So yes. we, we can figure it out. But um, in this episode, we are coming together to discuss Tenet and the Batman. The link between these two films being Robert Pattinson. Um, but before we jump into that, if people want to listen to anything else we've done, where can they find it? On all major podcast providers. And you can find us on the website at watchthefilmpod.com. And you can find us on social media by searching for Watch the Film Pod. You can find us on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook. So, The Batman and Tenet. Two meaty films for this episode, Stephen. This is going to be a, a bit of a, a big hitter, this one. Yes. Yeah. Whose choice was this? Uh, this was my choice. Yes. Uh, yeah, for context there, we take it in Tenet, don't we? To yeah, we certainly stuff. do, yeah. So, so far, we've had... Your pick was the last one, which was the Cornetto trilogy. It we had was. we had some trilogy uh, or three film uh, ties in this, didn't we? Yes. And the first one was mine, Rocky and First Blood. Sylvester Stallone being the link, and Edgar Wright being the link for your pick. That's right, yeah. Um, so normally we check in with what we've been watching, but as we say, it's been a, a little while since we've done one of these main ones. So Stephen's currently reading like a tapestry of all the films I'm just, I'm just reading. I'm just reading how long these films are together. Combined total length of 5 hours and 26 minutes. What, Tenet and the Batman? Yes. Yep. So it's, that is it's, a, it's a nice been a bit of a slog to get through these. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in just short, what have you been watching since we last joined up for one of these episodes? Um, I've not. Do you know what? I've not watched a lot of films. That's for, by never, my standards. I was going to say, never heard those words come out from your mouth. Yeah, by my standards, not a lot of films. Um, I have watched. I think I've mentioned on one of the previous podcasts, the Imitation Game. I think I mentioned that. Maybe, but that might be in the car. I might have just mentioned it to me in the car. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So I watched the Imitation Game with. I've watched the Imitation Game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> with Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, it was okay. It was all right. Um, I didn't feel like I've missed anything by waiting so long to see it. It was a good film. It yep. was a good. It was a sad story. It was a very sad, you know, it was a sad film, but it was good. It was, it was clever. It was well acted. Very good. Um, but yes, I watched that. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've watched. I, we watched Elvis. Mm-hmm. We, we watched, reviewed Elvis. We reviewed Elvis. And we watched uh-huh. Thor, Love and Thunder. <laughs> oh, you missed my stellar Elvis. Uh, no, I heard it. Don't worry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we watched Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah. Um, and again, I think we reviewed we that. We can. Yeah, yeah, we can check them out on the podcast. Yeah. And I fan, finally finished off the Night of, Mu- Night of the Museum trilogy that we was going through every week. We, will that be a pick? In I, it season? definitely will. I fell asleep <laughs> through every single one of them. Um, so, yeah. Can I class it as I've watched them? Well. I did go back and just to see what I actually minutes, missed yeah. when I fell asleep. Yeah, but um, yes, yeah, so I watched those. Um, but yes, yeah, that's about it. Cool. Oh, I'll tell you what, I have done. I'll tell you what, I did do. 
my son Ben is the biggest James Bond Ooh, movie buff you've ever met. To the to the point where yesterday we were having a conversation, weren't we? Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, fair he, play to him. What he, did. he did pretty yeah. good there, didn't he? He actually named every James Bond movie and the year it came out and who the actor was. Mm. Well, the actor's not too bad, but the actual year. The years, and he the, got he got too wrong by out by year. Yeah. And, and, like, and he said, he said, like, like one of them, he said, like, yeah, like 1968. Oh, no, no. And I went, mm, like that. And he went, no, no, it wasn't. It was 67. Yeah. He knew as soon as he said mm, it. And then the next one, then. I think it was 74. And he went, oh, it's like 73. You know, and he did, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, I, was, I, was I mean, I would never tell him to his face that I was really impressed. With I, I was really yeah. impressed with that. And, I, and he'll, he'll come and have a word with me at some point yeah. when he listens when to he this. Listens and he goes, huh? So he was impressed. When you hear this, Ben. Because you'll undoubtedly listen to this one. You will. So when you hear this, Ben, well done. Well done. You did a good job. Yeah. But don't let it go to your head. Yeah. <laughs> and and then he started telling us every Bond car from the film. And at yeah. that point, I think we gave I think up. Everyone just gave in at that point, didn't they? It's like, yeah, okay, Ben, you've pushed so, it. No now. offense, Ben. You <laughs> but, should have stopped at the years. But, but what what movie what mm. movie knowledge? But yeah, so anyway, um, biggest Bond fan I've ever met. And um, oh yeah, biggest Bond fan. There's a little link here. But anyway, um, I'll go in depth in a little bit long, okay. a little little. A little bit further on mm-hmm. in the uh, in the podcast, yeah. So we went to see a view to a kill at cinema. Ah, okay, and yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I absolutely loved it. Ben did. Ben loved it as well. But I loved it because it was. So I remember this film being out at cinema. Um, it was out in 1986, and I was too young to go and see it, but mm-hmm. I wanted to go and see it. And I think I'm. I'm not sure if I did. Have I actually? I'd actually seen a Bond movie at this point. But like I say, I was only young at the time. I think I'd seen one on TV, and I was like, "Oh, I want to go see that." Um, and I wasn't allowed to go see it because, it, like I say, I was very young at the time. And I, I ended up going to see um, the Care Bears movie instead. Of course, so, yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> as you do, like yeah. for like. <laughs> yeah, so that sort of that that sort of puts puts into effect how, how young yeah, I actually yeah, yeah. was at the time. Yeah, I was twenty two, uh, but nah, <laughs> I was like I say, I was I was only a young young child at the time. But the so when this came out, I remember I remember seeing the trailer for it. I remember seeing the posters for it, and I was like, I really want to go see this film. And it was so refreshing actually seeing it at cinema. Mm. I know it sounds daft, but I've seen this film so many times on TV. But actually seeing it on the big screen made such yeah, a difference. It was good. really good. Ben um, likes that. And Ben loved yeah, it, yeah. yeah. And, and I was I was a bit sad that we hadn't actually gone to see more because because they're showing them every week. At, mm. uh, at, our local Odeon and I wish I'd gone to see more of these films um, the, more of the Bond films mm. I think uh, the the one tomorrow I think it's it might be the Living Daylights or mm. Licence to Kill I think it's Licence to Kill um, but yeah when, when it gets the uh, the Daniel Craig films I'm not sure if they're actually showing those but if they do yeah, yeah. we've, definitely, go, we've yeah. definitely got to go see those cool. it'd be good to go see those again but yeah so that's pretty much where mm-hmm. I am with what I've been watching about yourself not a lot I'll be not honest a lot, not a lot like We've had a lot of sport on. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. like, yeah. the football. Fo- football, well, even yeah. before that, really. Like, I mean, it's been four months since we've had a whole European championships of the women football. Rugby season's picking up, so things yeah. like that. So, I've mainly been dominated with that. But I did watch um, The Nightmare Alley. Oh, right, yeah, you told me about that, yeah. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. I did watch that. It was a bit random. I'm was not going to lie. Was it, was it, it was a yeah. Bit, yeah, it was yeah. a bit, bit random. I mean, I, I have expected it to be a bit random as well, yeah. to be honest, yeah. but... It was all right. I like Bradley Cooper. He's he's always quite good. He put yeah. a good performance in, in that. But yeah, he's a just, good actor, isn't he? He's a good actor. Yeah, it's just just a bit yeah. weird. It was a bit weird. But mm. we mentioned this, didn't we? We were going to look at that for a future one, maybe. Yeah, um, American Hustle and Silver Linings Playbook or something like that. See, I'm a big fan of Silver Linings Playbook. Silver Playbook is great. And you you like that? Don't yeah, you? yeah, we've got a superb film. But I've not it? seen American Hustle, and you have. American Hustle's good. So enough. Yeah. this could pop up. See, in that could an, be two. Oh, another season. 
you may, you oh, definitely. Yeah. I'm thinking season four, that might be one already. Yeah. But I'm thinking that could be a Jennifer Lawrence link. But there's two, you could do different Jennifer Lawrence links. You could look at the Hunger Games and that. Oh, who's, the actor, who's the director? I forgot his name. I don't know. Oh. We'll figure that out. We'll figure it out, yeah. Okay. But, yeah. But yeah, so, yeah, you could do, not, could do it as could a do director. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah. So Sam's going to kill some time now while Stephen And <laughs> <laughs> hey, what have you been watching since you last listened? If you'd comment on the post in the on the Instagram page or tweet us at Watch the Film Pod. <laughs> um, okay, so the Batman antenna. So yeah, this was my pick. Um, it was the link being, as I say, Robert Pattinson. Um, we've already done Nolan as a link, haven't we? So I was a little bit reluctant to... David O. Russell. Uh, David O. Russell, director of Greg Russell and Sylvanas Playbook. And this 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 shows you Thank how you quick I can. Thanks a lot. Take care, bye. This shows you how quick <laughs> I am looking for things like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so quick, yeah. <laughs> Not. Yeah, sorry, go on. Go sorry. Um, yeah, we've done Christopher Nolan stuff, haven't we? Yes, um, we have, yeah. And I was a little bit... I was a bit You've shoehorned him in twice now, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. What have we had? We've oh, had. we've had him in loads. This is the fourth. Fourth? Christopher Nolan film that's come upon the podcast. Right, so we had Dunkirk. Yep. We've done Inception and Interstellar. Uh, yeah. And, then oh, and this one, this yeah. One, yeah. Tenet. So we're kind of running out of Christopher Nolan films. <laughs> well, you're kind of running out of yeah, Christopher yeah, Nolan yeah, films, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so a very <laughs> loose link in that sense. However, yeah. how can I describe this? Because I'm not massively familiar with Robert Pattinson's stuff outside of like Twilight. So I'm sure he's done other things in his career. But he's kind of better... I would I would say is main known definitely prior to Batman would have been Twilight. Yeah, Edward right? Cullen in Twilight. Yeah. yeah, and like I feel these were quite two quite good ones to look at because he's nothing like the stereotype of of the role that is like defined as in yeah. either of these. these I, um, I, I think I told you before that I actually bought it a few months ago off off the back of us mm. talking about this podcast. And um, I've still not watched it. I've seen it before, but I've not watched it. But it's it's still sealed, brand new. Um, Remember Me, right. really good film. And I thought that was a fantastic film. That and he's in that, and mm. he and he's, he's he's done sort of them art house or yeah, yeah, yeah. like independent films. He's, he's sort of avoided the studios um, and sort of come back to them that, mm. with these with these two films. Probably, like you say, to distance himself from maybe. Yeah, I, I think so. You know, the, the I think he's one of those actors like Johnny Depp, where Johnny Depp. Not that there's like, anything wrong with like because people like Twilight. It's got a fan. Oh yeah, and yeah, stuff like no, that. no, but but it's very niche, or not niche, very a type, very typecast of a role. Isn't it? That, yeah, that that's right. Yeah, of a film yeah. kind of thing. No, I, th- I think the the thing with him is that I think this is just my opinion on him, but I think he's like Johnny Depp in in how he would avoid Hollywood and go and do the films that he wanted to mm. do. Um, I th- I, do you know what else I think is a little bit like that? I think Ewan McGregor's like that. Mm. I don't think he necessarily. I think he has. He's only. I think Ewan McGregor's one of those actors that will he'll do a Hollywood film and then he'll do a couple for him. Yeah, you yeah. know, I'll do I'll do one one for my mortgage and one for one for me that mm. sort of thing. Um, Michael Caine ended up do, doing sort of the back end of his career. Mm. You know, he, he he would just take on roles that he wanted. You know, after he'd sort of made his his money. But yeah, you know, you look at something like Jaws for the Revenge, which I think he did that. Simply just to you know, just because he needed the cash. Mm. Um, but when you look at some of the films that he has done, you know, and I think Robert Pattinson's, the, I think he's the same sort of mold. I think yeah, he's that yeah, sort yeah. of actor. I think I think he's a very good actor. Mm. I think he's he's underappreciated. I don't know if that's the right right word. Yeah, because he's, I don't he's think undervalued. He's, maybe I don't think he's underrated. I don't because I don't think you get a lot of people. Or to, I certainly haven't heard yeah. a lot of people like saying he's not a very good actor. 
Yeah, yeah. But I agree with you that he maybe gets forgotten about in some of those he's, conversations. Yeah, yeah. Slightly, he's slightly under the radar, I yeah, feel yeah, like, yeah, isn't yeah. he? Um, so that was quite, it was quite strange. I mean, I was sort of jumping about here, but that was quite strange when he got picked for Batman mm. because everyone was like, Robert Pattinson as Batman. Mm. You know, I remember, I remember that, 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 you know, that reaction. got announced and that yeah, was a reaction, yeah, yeah. wasn't it? Wow. You know, um, but like, like we say, as we talk about these, mm. these films. Yeah, we'll go into uh, that a little bit. Yeah, we'll go into it, yeah. Um, so if you haven't listened before, where have you been? <laughs> but, Probably yeah. where we have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if you haven't listened before, Stephen will give us some facts and figures. But before That's he does that, it. he has some special links in these episodes. Oh, he's looking He's looking at me. <laughs> he's looking at me with a scared look on his face. Um, well, we can have a little think about that. I'll tell you what, we'll slightly change it then. So for season three, <laughs> your face then, that was fantastic. For season three, <laughs> Stephen was meant to find an Oscar link between these two films. But... He hadn't done his I haven't done one. On, on I haven't done my homework. I can't Never believe mind. it. However, oh, no. crazy. Um, because we've had the Marvel link, and then we've had the DC the link. DC link. Um, and the Heather Graham link. Well, I can do. I can actually do. I can straight Basically, off I my head. Say, I can do you. I can Oscar do you an Oscar films. link in this. Right. Straight away. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Michael Caine. There we go. Who won an Oscar? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm going to have a little guess here. I think 1999. So he probably would have won it in 2000 for Cyber House Rules. Mm-hmm. Um, best actor. And has Kenneth Branagh got any form of Oscar to his name? Again, off the top of my head, I'm not sure. <sighs> but he, I don't know. That's disappointing. That's disappointing, isn't it? Get yeah. I would have to, I would have to, I would have to have a look. Um uh, he, he might have got nominated. I, I think he got nominated. nominated for I don't think he's won an Oscar. I might be wrong. So when we go back and listen to this afterwards and yep. I've totally messed this I can't believe this. As if I forgot to do this. Unbelievable. Shocking. Uh, if you are listening, um, Mr. Branner. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's a huge fan. Yeah. He's seen everything that uh, much. But yeah, he, he did uh, nineteen ninety he did uh, Frankenstein. I've Fairly certainly got nominated for that. Um, oh, he got nominated that movie that was out this year. Belfast. Belfast. He got nominated for that, but he didn't win. He's so, nominated. Mm. It's a link. There we go. Yeah, it's a link. So both like of these it. films, there is an Oscar link. There is an Oscar link. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saved. Yes. Can't wait for him to not know for the next one we're going to record. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, not so good. tell me some facts and some things about these films. Then. Um, yeah. So basically, uh, so we'll look at the scores. Yes. We always look at that, don't we? So On uh, um, Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, no. We give up on that, don't we? Uh, so we look on IMDb and we go with the scores for both of these. So which one do you think scored the highest out of Tenet and The Batman? The Batman. You think The Batman? Mm-hmm. What makes you think that? Because I felt Tenet was received... That was an odd noise I made. It was Tenet was received in an odd way, I felt. Yeah. So I think whereas, I agree with you there. I think it was. Whereas I felt yeah. the Batman was received quite positively across the board. Yes. Okay. So um, I tried to answer that without giving any of my own opinions away. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally agree with you. I think the uh, the problem with the, the problem that you've had is um, the I, I like Ben Affleck as Batman. I do actually think he's played it really well. I think it's good. He's I coming think back. The films, yeah, he no, he's coming back that. again. Yeah, like, can, go on, finish your Ben Affleck bit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then no, we'll, I was going to say, that. Yeah. I think for me, um, the films have let him let, let the series down. If you like, they've not been brilliant films, and then this came out, and it was such a good film. And I think that 
off the back of that, I think that people was ready for something different, mm. ready for something new. And we wanted, I say we, because I, I was the same, you wanted something like The Dark Knight, like the the Nolan uh, trilogy of films. Mm. And we, what we got was, I don't think we got that, but we got something yeah, it was different. Lean, leaning more towards lean, different. Lean, yeah, yeah, different and leaning towards that, that darker graphic novel, which is what we needed after mm. the terrible Justice League film. Not so much the, the second one that they sort of remade, but the... Well, I like it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you the five-hour epic. Uh, but no, the um, the Snyder Cut one, I actually like that. But the, the original one was terrible. It was terrible. And um, so can I, I just, off the back of can that. Can I just jump in on that? But yeah, go on. No, no, sorry. No, no, just about your Justice League yeah. thing. Simple yes or no, right? right okay. Did that Zack Snyder Justice League thing do anything for the, the character of Batman there? No, not really. Do you know what I mean? It, so in, in, of, your, yeah. in your point there, what yeah. you're saying, I agree with you. People had been crying out for for like a good Batman property. Yeah. You know, yeah. Batman v Superman was what it was. Very polarizing. Yeah. You know, in that sense. Yes, you had the Justice League. Yes, the, just, the Zack Snyder Justice League was a vast improvement on the yeah. cinematic release of that. But like you say, from a Batman perspective, it didn't rewrite the story of no, no, Batman we no. did it it was still the same kind of thing but I do agree Ben Affleck he, you know he did alright yeah, he's, he's done alright yeah just on that though right so are you up to date with all the DC like absolute carnage that's going on <laughs> so as we're recording this Batgirl is just is it Batgirl so Batgirl Batgirl has just been Batgirl's finished has, they've finished it they've filmed ready it to go, ready to go and, just and DC have just pulled it and shelved it haven't they so yeah. Michael Keaton's Batman was it, in Batgirl yeah photos are out of on of on filming with the director on set yeah. Michael Keaton and Batgirl. Yeah. So that's never going to see the light of day. It will do. I, I, think, I don't think I, it will. I think it's a very, I, see, very I don't think it will. I'm well, going to go out. I'm going to... Right, well, here we go. Here we Come go, back then. to this in like 12 years' time, right? Disney will have bought Paramount or whatever. It's all merging into... One of us. Or Discovery or whatever. It's all going under one umbrella, though, isn't it? HBO know. Max isn't going to be a thing anymore. Right, okay. That's all. It might be Discovery. Warner Brothers and DC, don't they? Yeah, yeah. but I reckon 15 years, 12 years from now, we'll have had it. The Avengers versus the Justice League 2, <laughs> Return of Infinity Ultron and the Endgame War or something like that. But yeah, you've got that. Um, I can't... I, how on earth they can release The Flash? Like, I know. Not to go too deep into like the political side but of things. But there's some really Ezra bad Miller's stories coming like, out about Ezra, Ezra, Ezra Miller's doing everything yeah. he can to, <laughs> to bury tarnish it. it, isn't he? Like, you know, so that... I can't for the life of me think they can bin the bin Batgirl and then... In good faith, release that like for the things that's gonna that's gonna do. So and Michael then, Keaton was in that, right? Michael Keaton was in that. Now they've brought Ben Affleck back to film on Aquaman two because Ben Affleck because uh, Michael Keaton was was actually filming as Batman in that. Yeah, well, Michael he's Keaton replacing him. was meant to be that announced when yeah. the Flash was going to be out. Michael Keaton was going to be the canon Batman yeah. for the DC EU, the DC Extended Universe. But now they've brought Ben Affleck back for Aquaman. So that gives you the indication that Michael Keaton ain't going to be... Yeah. And to me, that not to surmise, but that can only mean the Flash ain't going to see the light of day. Yeah. Because if ba- Mike, uh, Michael Keaton's role in that was the main... Yeah, like, that's right. ...role, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. The, you know, looking on the, the what you're hearing and the promo that came I, out. I think you are going to see these films at some point. I think I think it's I think it's just so... I think it's... You've maybe bad, got more pu- chance... Bad publicity. Um, there's... there's there's nothing, how there's, any publicity yeah, is good publicity. That sort of old saying, you know. I think you've probably got more chance of seeing... Well, it depends. I mean, we're, we're surmising. But if The Flash does get dropped because of the political things, you won't see that. No, no. You won't see that. 
it just depends on what route they go down because the because Batgirl was dropped because of a business decision. Yeah, I mean, I can understand like, that. Because I think what they say... Well, I, Brendan the, Fraser in it as well. It was, possibly. I think it was like, not his comeback, but yeah, like, he, it was like... He had a big part in it, didn't they? They just yeah. don't want... They don't want movies on it, do they? On HBO, on basically on what was HBO Max, they don't want movies because they're, they're kind of saying it's like saturating it and they lost a lot of money on the Batman, basically. Not lost a lot of money in terms Well, they've lost a lot of money on this then, haven't they? Yeah, but in, in the sense yeah. of it could have made more money had it have had a longer exclusive yeah. release because was it 45 days and then it was on streaming or something yeah. like that. So, yeah. But yeah, very interesting. Uh, and they've just announced... It's pretty sad, third, really, as a fan. It's pretty sad. Their third 10-year plan in eight years. <laughs> Do the maths, <laughs> right? Come on, like, and, and I also enjoyed. I did. I did see somebody put on land today. Um, the D, the DC, the DC was it DCEU? DCEU. The DCEU um, have just dropped. Have just pulled um, Batgirl, and looks like the Flash is going. And yet, Sony still have got plans to follow Morbius. <laughs> yeah, Morbius three, <laughs> but. Um, Which, if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to our, our yeah, review, review of Morbius. Of Morbius yeah. Our but, burial of the of the film that <laughs> was Morbius. Rubbish, yeah. though. Terrible. Kevin Feige had emailed the director <laughs> of Batgirl, because yeah. I believe they've had something to do with Miss Marvel, right? Okay. or something like that, and it was like, <laughs> this, there's a screenshot yeah. of the email, and it was like, we're really sorry to hear about your, your product, you know, blah, 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 blah. Condolences on that. Can't wait to see you on Sunset again yeah. in the future. What event? I thought that was like, yeah, was like <laughs> salt to the wound kind of thing. But yeah, very, very odd. Anyway, the Batman. So IMDb score for the were completely yeah. Sorry, yeah, we, that was because you said well off Ben Affleck there, being we? Yeah. Good Batman. Yeah. So 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 yeah. What are the scores? What are the scores? So we'll go back to the scores. Yeah. So um, IMDb the scores for Tenet are seven point three. Yep. And Let me guess. The Batman is seven nine. 7.9. Hey. He's got one right, finally. <laughs> Took us 40, 40 episodes. Odd episodes yeah. 7, <laughs> but yeah, 7.3 and 7.9. Um, so the budgets as well then. So both really, really, really surprised. They had big hitters here. Uh, the budget on Tenet was 205 million. Mm-hmm. And the budget on the Batman was 200 million. You haven't got the release date for Tenet there, Barry, in terms of it. I can uh, find it while you're talking. No, I haven't really released it. I've got IMDb up. And um, it, so. it came out in the middle of, I think it's like July last year, was it? July 20th. I think, didn't this come out? I'm thinking, how, where was it in terms of pandemic? It sat, it sat right in the middle of the, uh, it was after the, uh, it was when cinemas reopened, but it was before Bond came out. Bond came out, I think, November last year. And that was when... 2020, August 2020, this came out. Did it really? I thought it came out last year. No. Oh, was it 2020? Right. I'm just looking. So it was after the first wave It then. kept getting delayed. Yeah. I'm just looking here on bbc.co.uk. Yeah. Other news services are available. Tenant movie release delayed again due to coronavirus. 20th of July, 2020. Warner Brothers has said it's delaying the release of Tenant again due to the coronavirus pandemic. Can I just say, that's horrendously scary that that's nearly... That's over two years ago. That doesn't uh, seem like two years ago. Crazy. Isn't it? I thought it was last year. Um, it was set mm. to debut on the 17th of July, but it was pushed back to 12th of <coughs> August. So March of 2020 was when... 25th of March or whatever was when yeah. schools closed. That's right, yeah. So that's that was during the, the first lockdown. So yeah, I, I remember that because that, w- that one didn't end up getting... It was like the next no, slate. No, he still went with it, didn't he? No, no, but I mean the next slate was the ones that... Yeah. They had that 12 yeah. month of all on streaming, didn't they? Like yeah, well Wonder the thing Woman is the Batman was still filming that. during lockdown, mm. during the uh, the pandemic. Hence the fact that when they were actually filming it, Matt Reeves wore a headset 
and so did the actors. So yeah. like um, Robert Patterson, mm-hmm. Pat- Pattinson, Pat- Pattinson, 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 Kim Bessinger, Bessinger, Bessinger. Robert Pat- Pattinson uh, had a earpiece in, and they, right. they used to talk through that. You know, um, and that's how they they acted with most the actors. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the. The, 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 going back to the so budget, two hundred yeah. million, right, yeah, yeah. two hundred million for the the Batman and two hundred and five million for uh, Tenet. And what do you think the grossed? This, this, what? I think this right. is a really interesting question. See, that's why, I, that's why I wanted to ask that question because I reckon Tenet either lost money. No, or I was surprised that I thought it would have. Done. Oh right, okay, so well, I would have broke so, a billion then. It w- no, no. So it must have been what five hundred. No, it was three hundred and sixty-five point two nine four million. So for a Nolan film. Uh, yeah, when you're you look, pandemic, at, when you look so... at what he's done with his previous films, yeah, um, the problem with this was, I, I think, so I'll go into it a little bit. I think that the, the problem was that this was the reaction to this film was you had a mix because it came out during the pandemic and people were reluctant to go to cinema. And, we, we saw this, you know, we saw it, we yeah. saw it twice, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> um, people were reluctant to go apart from us, um, but people didn't want to go to cinema to see it and the, and what you found was a lot of people walked out of it as well mm-hmm. because it was so confusing such such a, a tricky film yeah yeah um and i think there was such you know it, it didn't really hit its target didn't it didn't really hit what it could have done mm. although that being said 365 million is a when it came out it's yeah. pretty good it is i just but feel i think it was it was seen as a bit of a flopper really. i think the word of mouth on this will have been disruptive of those yeah, numbers definitely I and, feel... and covid yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. But I also feel like you take, you know, Inception broke the mould. I don't know how Interstellar performed in, in that sense. I reckon Interstellar maybe had a similar... Interstellar performed better than that. Oh, performed better than that, but yeah. I bet it didn't perform better than Inception. I bet, in, I bet Inception... Yeah, I think, I think the, the big the big one for him, what people really related to was Inception, wasn't it? Yeah. People really liked that. Was that was the yeah. key... Although for me, I, I think Interstellar's his best Yeah, one. we picked that one, didn't we? But, um, but you look at something like Dunkirk... I, yeah, forget yeah. even the numbers, <coughs> the word of mouth. People coming out of Dunkirk would have probably, like, generally praised that. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I feel this will have had a lot of people coming out saying like, "Oh, it's, it was far too confusing." Well, it wasn't just that, was it? If you remember rightly, at the time, people complained about the sound. So, yeah. the, so the way it was yeah, recorded, yeah, 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 yeah. that pe- you, there was there was elements in the in the film where uh, elements there was there was sequences scenes, in the yeah. film and scenes in the film where you you couldn't actually hear what was being said. But Nolan had done that on purpose. Yeah, but yeah. It, I mean, for me personally, why would you do that? If it, it, you know, if it's going to distract, you know, you're going to take something away from the it's film. Nolan. He could do well, what he, he wants. Just, yeah, and I think that's probably what he's done. He's just like, I can do what I want, so I'll do that, you know. And and but audiences didn't like it, didn't appreciate yeah, it, yeah, yeah. you know. Well, I can't even hear it. And the soundtrack as well. The soundtrack was quite different. It was mm. quite a different film, this really for for oh, I, think, I think it is. Yeah. I think it's like a bit of a turning point for him. Mm. And I can only hope that is it Oppenheimer. The, yeah, the, I'm looking the, forward to that. The next film that like, comes out next year. I think again, this will be another turning point. I think he's he's sort of trying to change and that little teaser just looks so yeah, it like does look good. It does look good, but, it? Yeah. but again, let's hope it's a good film. Mm. Well, it does worry me slightly off the back of this film mm. what that film could be. Yeah. Um, the, my yeah. w- my worry is you're not going to get with Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, you're not going to get like a big twist, are you? It's it's going to be very much like a. It'll probably be more like a Dunkirk. Yeah, it's a, yeah. 
Probably, an exploration yeah. of a time yeah. or whatever. It's in black and white as well, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, so I don't think it'll be like like this or your Inception or your Interstellar where there's bits to Well, hopefully. Pick. Hopefully it'll be a little bit more easier to yeah, understand. Yeah, a bit more streamlined yeah. of a film, it, yeah. I, I do like Christopher Nolan. I know he's your favourite director and I mm. do like him and I think you're always in safe hands when you're with him, but you've got to put that trust in him as a director that he'll, he'll steer you in the right direction and he'll, he'll give you a, a good film. And But at the same time, he asks in return that you have that... You, you you walk into one of his films open minded yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and and you're gonna go on a bit of a journey and you're gonna you're gonna see something that's you know it's, it's gonna push how you think mm-hmm. you know um, he might he's basically he, he not makes afraid a to very say, very clever film yeah, yeah he's not afraid to say like right you might not get this yeah definitely and yeah. you kind of just got to accept that yeah yeah just go along with the ride kind yeah. of thing and, and stuff like that but so the fact that he couldn't he, he changed the the sound in this like what mm. he did that I, I thought yeah, it was yeah. a little off yeah, go with that but yeah um, cool. and just going to the batman the the obviously the budget for that was 200 million well, yeah, the worldwide on. gross on that was 770.836 million nice that's yeah i mean that's <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> nice. isn't it <laughs> nice yeah nice but again that came out you reckon they were disappointed with that Oh no, you're joking! Are you? they, they straight away, as soon as, as soon, oh, off the bat, the Batman. Mm. Well, put it this way: the green lit a sequel while it while it was in its first week at cinema, just off yeah, off the okay. back of that. So there's no way that that would get. Oh no! Get that? I mean, they, you know, Devil's Advocate. The... It's it's like the Joker when when they brought jo- the Joker out and all the hype and the tension that film got, and straight away there was like, we need another film. Mm. Yeah, Warner Brothers, we need we need another film. Have you heard what's happening with that? Uh, yeah, I was just, I was just saying, <laughs> yeah, Joker two with Lady Gaga. Right? Lady Gaga, it's gonna be, it's gonna be yeah. musical, and she's and gonna be set in Harley Quinn, isn't she? Yeah, it's set in Arkham. Yeah, that'd be. I, I kind of, I, I quite yeah, I'd revisit actually. I'd revisit that yeah. that world. Um, so that's filming the thing in October. I just tread carefully. I just hope that the the stick with what the the, the vibe that they had in that first one, and it don't become a. Like, well, I don't think it will. I, I think, hope I think it will yeah, be, I don't, I don't I think will be something completely different. What and, do you reckon Joker grows yeah. then? Uh, I'm not sure because we've done this before. So Joker, its budget was 55 million and it grossed over a billion. Yeah. That was what I meant yeah. by the disappointed. Oh, no, I don't think Batman that, v Superman think... grossed 850 million. Mm, oh, well, they can't have been disappointed at that. I guess you're in a pandemic though. Well. Anything so that's don't... doubling its money mm. with them sort of figures, it's... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and also, we'd... We're just like chewing the fat on that. We don't really know what no. is deemed as good and isn't. Like from a, you know, they'll have predictions and top top yeah. levels, bottom levels, what they and all sorts. So. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Cool. <clears throat> okay, but yeah, that'll be. But yeah, be interesting. that's where we are with that. Um, we'll so. come to that joke a little bit in the discussion of the Batman. Yeah, yeah. Which do you want to start with? Tenet uh, we'll Batman? start with Tenet, Yeah. Tenet. Right. Tenet. Okay. So are you uh, equipped for a little plot breakdown of yeah, Tenet? Oh well, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. I even written, written that down either. <laughs> How can I write down the plot of Tenet? Because well, it's is so, a, is so hard to explain. I'm not even going to try to do it. You're not even going to no. try. Well, I'm going to kick off. I'm going to let you basically... No, I can't even do it. Well, I think I'll let you do it. For ease, I mean, I'd be astounded if someone hasn't seen Tenet and is listening to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so spoilers on Tenet and Batman in, in these discussions. Yes. Um, I'm going to start off both of these discussions, and this doesn't... Imp- the choice at the end because just little asterisks with this episode are we picking are we strictly going by the film or are we leaning into the Robert Pattinson performance slash effect on the film to make the choice 
it's up to you. I I'll mean, I, I've already made my mind up what I'm picking. Up into interpretation. Okay. And I guess right. you have already as well. Maybe. 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 Well, that was kind of why I asked that question. But okay, we'll, <clears> we'll go with that. Do you agree with them IMDb scores then to start with? Um, Tenet. Do you agree with Tenet getting a 7.3, 7. Yeah. was it? Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. I think you go with yeah. that. I don't think it's his best film. I don't think I do genuinely do not think it's Nolan's best film. I do think it's a good film, mm-hmm. and I've seen it a couple of times now. But I don't find it any easier watching it. Mm. It hasn't, you know. You could watch a film once and then watch it again, and then I don't know. Maybe it's maybe maybe it's a clever film because when you watch a film and you watch it again, then you know what's happening, and you watch it again, and it just gets more and more diluted to the mm. point where it's like the X Men films. I can't watch them. I watched the them X-Men. once. Yeah, the X Men yeah. films. I watched them once. Thought they were at cinema. Thought it was oh, what you know back in the day. I thought oh, what what a great film. Then I watched it again. I was like, mm, it's all right. And then I watched it again. Oh, it's yeah, it's run of the mill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't have that same appeal. But you, obviously, you've seen the film and you know what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what to expect. And it's lost that little bit of magic with this film. It's still there every time mm-hmm. because it's such a complex and crazy film and hard film. But I think I found the more I watch it, the more. I don't like it as much okay because because it is still a hard film to watch mm. and it's so complex and so complicated and you know like i said the, the more i've watched it the more i've thought mm, it's not his best film you know like i said for me interstellar yeah which which is quite funny because i think i said this in the interstellar podcast that we did um in when we when we that was um last season mm-hmm. that when Interstellar came out um, and I watched that, I didn't think much to it. No, you didn't. And then I went back and watched it and it's really grown on me and I've really enjoyed it. Whereas this film, I don't feel it has. Mm. And and I'll be honest with you, I don't feel really invested in the character. Ah, right, okay. Interesting. So yeah, that my kind of leading point was going to be the opposite around the the, the character. Maybe not not so much. Well, the fact that he's called the protagonist, obviously the main star of this is uh, John David Washington and he plays the protagonist. Yeah, yeah. You know, so he hasn't even been given a name. Mm. So I, I don't know, just I I just a little bit I feel that detached the, from him. Yeah, I, I just feel that this is such a, this is such a complex film, yeah. this one, right? And I think, I feel the, the point of it is more of an exploration of like those roles and the movements that people make to create things that happen afterwards and, and things like that yeah. on a larger scale. Cause that's literally the point that you're dealing with this, this, oh, what's it called? Oh, I can't forget. It's near the thing that they click together. It's the, I want to say the anomaly, but I don't think it is the anomaly. We'll come back to that in a minute, but the thing that they're building, the, the split up at the end, don't they? they split it into three pieces. Mm-hmm. That's got a name. I can't remember. You'll have to, yeah. we'll have to look that up. Just, you want Kenneth Branner? Tell me about Kenneth Branner. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, I found this. So, while Scott fans that, I'm just going to talk about Kenneth Branner. So, Kenneth Branner stars in this film. Uh, I can't believe you're doing this. This is crazy. Uh, Kenneth Branner stars in it's this film. Save the editing it. After uh, this. Yeah. Talk about Kenneth. Uh, Apologise. Please, Sato. Please. Uh, uh, do you know what? Apologise you know for what? not no. knowing if you got an Oscar. Right. <laughs> Sorry if you didn't know. Didn't know if you got an Oscar. This is terrible. Uh, but I, I will say, I thought he was fantastic in this film, Kenneth Branner. So menacing. So. So okay. vicious and raw, um, and such a good performance. And then look at him in Dunkirk, complete opposite. I mean, obviously he's an actor, isn't he? You know, but just for me, I thought it was, I thought it was really, really, really good. Um, but I Can thought, I, just I say thought, as well, no, 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 Kenneth, I'm still talking. No, you Kenneth Branagh. Talk. No, go on, go on. No, I, I thought that Kenneth Branagh stole the film. If anything, I thought he was, he, he was the the better part of the the film. The algorithm. The algorithm. The bloody oh, algorithm. Yeah. Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> 
right? <laughs> plays Sata. Sata. Right? So yeah. I've just I've just literally uh, gone. Oh, well, go on then. Oh, go on. No, go on. Do you know what I'm gonna say? Yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah. The, the Sata Square. Yeah. That's pretty damn cool, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Did you not know that? No, the ancient Sata Square, which inspired the film's title, as well as two character names, Sata and Arepa, the Goya Forger, the location of the opening sequence, and the name of opera, and the name of Sata's construction company, Rotus. Rotus, that's what I was going to say to you, And yeah. Tenet is literally the, the word through the middle. Yeah. Because they're all palindromes, aren't they? All palindromes. Oh, well, yeah. no, they're not, are they? I'm lying there. They're... Oh, no, yeah, tenets are, sorry. Tenets they are, are palindromes. They are palindromes, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, I had it written down here. Look. No, they're not palindromes, are the they? The word tenet <laughs> presumably originated from the Sato Square, a word, a word square containing a five-word yeah. Latin palindrome that dates back to the ruins of Pompeii. Yeah. See, that's a palindrome, tenet. Yeah. The other ones are, aren't they? They're just reversed. Palindrome has to say the same word backwards, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, characters, right? You just said about Kenneth Bright. I think... I think all four of the main characters in this are good though. And I think that's what helped that's what helped me enjoy this film because I, I think he's he was really good. I like um John David Washington. Denzel Washington Jr. Yeah. Who we just like sounded just like him, didn't he, when yeah. we saw it and he was like, That's gotta be his son. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> didn't know did that yeah, at the yeah. time, yeah. Um, I th- I like him and his little journey in this and by the end of it. It's like, yeah, he's, he's changed. And then you, knowing that the things that are happening at certain points are all out of sync and yeah, don't get me stuff wrong. like he's that. Clever. I like yeah, the way that goes. He's good, yeah. Robert Pattinson's character's good in this. Yeah. And he's he's kind of a, a sacrificial character, isn't he? And you yes. know that you know what's going to happen to him. And he knows what's going to happen to it's, him. It's basically River Song in Doctor yeah, Who. Yeah, that, kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's the first time that they meet. Yeah, um, yeah. And they have this little crazy adventure, but he knows that they're going to have loads of more adventures. Yeah, yeah. But for him, it's he's these already last time. Um, yeah, 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 he's already had them, yeah. And she's really clever. Really clever yeah. concept. And Kat, she's got such a sad story in, yes. in this. Yeah. And like the and the way it all inter, intertwines. And yeah, I, I, I like the performances of the characters, yes. which I feel helps. Yeah. That's a, that's above. It's, well, it's not above because the main stuff is all the time stuff. But it's in there. Like in Interstellar, if the the emotion of those characters wasn't as strong as it is. I feel all the, you just, you'd kind of get lost in that. And it, it's in, not in that, that the, it's and, not that they don't act well and it's not that it isn't a good film. It's just that I think the, I think they're well-written characters. They are well-written characters. Yeah. I think the, the film is so complex and so complicated that it, it draws you away from, it, it did me. It, it, the more I watch it, the more I think, well, I'm spending more time trying to figure out what's going on here. Mm. And, you know, it's a very, very confusing film and I'm struggling with this and I'm struggling with that and, and yeah, I get my head around this, get my head around that, that I can't really invest time and effort into the characters that yeah, I should yeah. be able to because I'm spending more time trying to listen to what they're actually saying because I can't hear it. Mm. I'm turning the volume down because my, my telly's blaring off the wall because <laughs> of, the, cause of the, the sounds going up and down all the time, you know. Same as Interstellar, where all of a sudden it's you know, like Hans Zimmer's fell asleep on his organ, you know, and, and, and the noise has gone through the roof. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but he's though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, like I said, for me, there was so much else, so many other things going on in this film that it, it, it took away a little bit of the enjoyment mm. out of it. But I'm not knocking it, it is a good film. I am, I think... I am knocking it, but. Well, you're, we're allowed to have, criticize yeah. stuff, aren't we, and stuff like that. And don't get me wrong, it's not. I don't. I agree with you. I don't think this is Christopher Nolan's best film. Um, 
I think it's his second best film. No, <laughs> no I, well, that's, a, that's an interesting question in itself, isn't it? But yeah, I'll agree with you on that. I don't think it's the best one. I will say some positives for this, though. Um, some seriously good action. Yeah. Like, some really good set pieces. Two, two spring to mind. Well, the, the jet. I've got that written down here as well. The production oh, scene purchased the, and the then crash. crashed a real 747 airplane into a hangar. Yeah, it was clever. The stunt was all practical effects, which mm. I thought that was clever. I didn't know that yeah, until yeah, I sort of looked into it. With no visual effects or CGI, director Christopher Nolan had originally planned to use miniatures and set-piece builds. However, while scouting for locations in Victoriaville, California, the team discovered a massive array of old planes. It became apparent that it would be actually more efficient to buy a real plane of the real size and to perform the sequence real on camera. I mean, that is fantastic, that, isn't it? Um, it is. I knew that that was practical. Yeah. But yeah, miniatures and stuff like that, for the fact that it was cheaper to yeah. use a real plane. Yeah. I didn't know that. Crazy. Um, I also like the... So the ones that spring to mind for me, I really enjoyed the one where the all of the cars and the the fire truck and all yes, that moving yeah. to place. I think that's really smart when they're that is to, good, yeah. They're yeah. stealing the, the case out the, yeah. the piece of the algorithm or whatever. I really do like that one. Um and I really enjoy the backwards fight scene. Right. Every, okay, every yeah. time you see yeah. that I try to like watch the bits on the reverse when you yeah, see it later yeah. in the film and stuff. And I'm fairly confident that's the same take just like just reverse yeah oh, it will be yeah. yeah or not maybe not so much the same take but the same it'll be, the, same it'll be the same sequence yeah. but on different cameras different cameras yeah. and things different like camera that, yeah. angles which that in itself is did you yeah. when i mean it's a hard question to ask because you've seen it a few times but did, when you watched the first time did you read it did you think oh that'll be oh yeah without doubt himself? yeah oh yeah i did oh, actually yeah. think that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i, I did, thought yeah. that that'll be him yeah mm. and just all the stuff where things are backwards and michael um not michael What's his name? I've got to Kenneth Branagh. <coughs> Denzel Washington Jr. <laughs> John, what, uh, David, John, John David, David Washington. Washington. Goodness me, that's a good one, um, <laughs> Denzel Washington Jr. Oh, DWJ. <laughs> but yeah, all the stuff where when he steps out into the the revert, the old, yeah. the other side, and everything's going backwards, and the car wheels are like the water's. Going yeah, the wrong yeah. way, isn't it? Just all them things are so cool visually. Well, it is, but then when you look at Neil, mm-hmm. and and you sort of realise that he's been living it backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, what is it? He's in inverted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how is he talking and acting and being the way he is when uh, it's but, inverted? But he hadn't been in, he hadn't been living it all backwards, has he? He's been going back to. He's been going into the bits. Into of, certain points. Yeah. And then going forward. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, he hasn't been, he's not li- <laughs> he's not living the full thing backwards. He's been just dropping into them bits at different at the different points. And then going forwards. Yeah. And, right, okay. So if you think Hard. so if you think like the fight scene at the end, another one, the yeah. fight scene at the end, when there's bits happening and simultaneously When the blow the tower up at the same so point. Cool. That is clever, that is. When it? they blow yeah. the bit up at the same point, yeah. that's really smart. But if you think back to think to that, right? Just using you think in your head, if somebody, so they la- they start their fight, yeah. The the inverted starts the fight at the end when they're all getting, when they're all beat up, aren't they? And yeah, you yeah. see them going backwards, getting off the ship. If you think if one of them immediately just jumped across to the other side, yeah. That's what he's doing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So he's not living it in that bit. He's jumping it to that. Yeah, bit. yeah. No, I know what you know, mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. But then at the end, I like the end as well. How he's he was the one who opened the gate and then died, yeah. didn't he? And yeah. So so he knows what's going to happen, and yeah. he still continues to do that. Doesn't he? Yeah. 
Just really smart with stuff like that. Yeah, I read this as well. Uh, in addition to performing stunts backwards, the main cast actually le- uh, learned how to speak in reverse for their roles. Mm. Uh, Kenneth Branagh not only learned how to speak backwards, but also did it with his Russian accent. Oh, wow. That's clever, isn't it? <laughs> That's yeah. good. But yeah, See, there's, there's, there is some good stuff in I it, just yeah. think this, I think this film, and, and you look at the Nolan films, I mean, Interstellar, to me, was a film where a lot of the things I'm going to say to make this, to this point were done through the... The, the the story itself, right? So it's a it's a way basically for Nolan to flex his arms a little bit and to think, you know, I'm going to give this a go. Inception, there were so many clever practical things that they did in Inception. Yes. You know, the the hotel lobby sequence yeah. and the the idea that of what Inception is. You know, I'm I'm gonna we're gonna be this we're gonna create this world that can yeah. fall within itself. Why not? I can do it on camera. Why not? Not obviously not practical, but you know what I mean. I feel Nolan does that in his films where it's, it is a bit of flexing. And like we said earlier on, it's like, well, I can do it because I, I can't yeah. do it, oh, whether yeah. you like it or not. And I just felt that was another one with this. I'm going to do yeah. bits of it in reverse and have have different timelines running alongside each other and, you know, because I want to do that. And, and I like that. I think that's quite a... Yeah, no. It's I, like Tarantino. Like, don't get me wrong. It's like Tarantino, the violence he puts in films yeah. just because I can. Nolan yeah, yeah. does some of these things just because, just because I can, can, you know. yeah. I, I, I like that. No, I do. I do like it. It is a good film, um, but very complicated. Yeah. What I was going to say was, um, I, I mentioned earlier about uh, Nolan uh, about having a sort of link there when we were talking about Bond, and Nolan. We, we mentioned this before that Inception. Nolan's a massive Bond fan, proper proper big Bond fan, uh, nearly as much as Ben. And uh, <laughs> and um, I bet he can't name. I bet he can't name every film. I bet he probably can actually. Um, I read that this is the longest he's... So he filmed this and he didn't want to make it an outright copy of a Bond film. Mm. Although when you watch it, you do sort of get that feeling that oh, yeah, this could so be a Bond yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, he, he made this film and, and it was the longest he went with ev- in his life of ever... It's the longest he's ever gone with not watching a Bond film. That's mm. how much he watches them and how much he loves them. That, for me, right, signals that signifies that he has got to be moving forward he's got to do the next Bond film Ooh, controversial could you imagine this a Nolan Bond film that would be pretty cool how good would that be looking at looking back at this mm. film and looking back at um, Inception yep. certainly that snow chase scene which was yeah, yeah, a yeah, nod yeah. to previous Bond films mm. um, could you imagine if, if Nolan did do a Bond oh, film oh yeah it'd be good and who, who do you think he would pick to be Bond could be Tom Hardy isn't it? Robert Pattinson no I don't know. <laughs> yeah yeah you know what hmm I mean, it's outside this choice, isn't it? Really unlikely now, with him being the Batman. Yeah, you never know. Um, Bit Tom Hardy, wouldn't it? Do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I don't well, I've told you my opinion yeah. of Tom Hardy. <laughs> I'm not I, a big Tom I, Hardy. Yeah, I'm not a big Tom Hardy fan, and you know, again, he's good. Something, some things he's done have been good, but I, I don't think he's the right choice for Bond. No. But I think with Nolan, with yeah. Nolan behind him, I reckon he might do a good job. Mm. Maybe would. I mean, we're putting a lot of moving parts into place here, aren't we? That may well, may well Nolan's really, really, like, proper tight, really good friends with, um, is it Barbara Broccoli, the producer of Bond? With M. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, with Barbara Broccoli, he's really good friends with her, um, has been for years. Right, okay. So, you never know. You never know. Yeah, yeah you never know. I mean, I, I'm, I know we're deviating a little bit, but I, don't, I couldn't even tell you when I think the next Bond film would be out. Do you know what I mean? Um, they're talking the next year or two where they're going to actually cast somebody. 
You're in talks yeah, now. Yeah, cast, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, you talk... Spoilers I for James you, Bond. I think you're right? talking... The next Bond film's going to be about four years from now. I see, I think more. Spoilers what, what for James Bond. 2022, I reckon. 2026, you're looking at the next Bond film. Turn off now if you've not seen James Bond. The new <laughs> James Bond, right? Right, he's dead, right? <laughs> <laughs> so... You know what I mean? We're going to be a while. <laughs> it's yeah. not going to be a couple yeah. of years. I think it'll be like a complete and utter like reboot It's going to be a really, really big reboot. You know, it? so yeah. yeah, this could be the perfect time to, to step in and just draw a line what's come before. Yeah. Yes, there'll be a bit like MCU's bringing Daredevil is... back. You're going to get some of the yeah. actors and things in, but it's distanced from what's been before. Yeah, yeah. You could do that with this if you want the same, a couple of the same people. I think, I think it's such like a really good, good be, opportunity. It's a really good shout for having Christopher Nolan on board because, you know, you'd think, oh, why would he, why would he do it? Why wouldn't he do it? Mm. He's, he's, if you look at these last few films that he's been leading to, mm. it, it, it points at that. And yeah, it could be I mean, that. I mean, Tenet itself, he'd spent 20 years having this idea in his head to do this film mm. that he actually, he actually finally did it, you know, so he plays a long game, mm. you know, oh, yeah, yeah. if he, if he's wanted to do it for years, you know, never say never, oh, never say never, never say again, never again. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, that's what, yeah, so that's where I am with mm. Tenet. I don't know if you've got anything else that you want to discuss. No, not really. Or, I mean, just maybe round off with the quick, Summary on Robert Pattinson. I think he plays a good role in this. I think yeah, he again, role well. he plays a good role. Um, good performance all around, mm. really. I like the theory. Um, I like his character. Could be him. I like that. That's if you. Like yeah, the yeah. Well, yeah, like you that. never mentioned that, did we? Mm. Yeah. Um, so that's the little boy. But what's Max. his name? Max. Max yeah. um, I mean, and I think not. he probably is. Oh, go, go. <laughs> oh, go there. You, you, you well, think it's called Max? Well, there again, yeah. I suppose you could call yourself like what guy? But yeah, I mean, I think he probably yeah could well be. Yeah, I think it'd be really good that. But then again. See, I watched it again and I was like, he doesn't really inter- interact with Cat's um, character very much. He does, you know, no. So if that was his mum, would he interact with the mom? Yeah, that's a good know. point. Yeah, maybe. So, I don't, you don't know. Maybe he maybe not, doesn't but... know. He's his mum, though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah, in, maybe. In that sense. Yeah. And... yeah. Who but knows? I, I, think, I think it'd be a really good idea. Maybe in Tenet that, yeah. 2, the next part. Tenet 2, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or 2 Tenet 2. 2 <laughs> so Tenet 2. Palindrome. Nah, I'm not going to. Cool. Well, well, yeah. Double double pal- palindrome. I can't say it. Could be palindromeception. <laughs> no, there's no, there's a. <laughs> so okay. right, yeah. So the Batman. The Batman. Well, we've reviewed the Batman, haven't we? We've, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, again. I'm not going to go into depth on this. Plot. It's like, yeah, you've got a brooding Bruce Wayne. Mm, um, younger Batman. It's the early years of his um, transformation from Bruce Wayne into the Batman. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's already Gotham's got. You know, he's already. Gone out dressed as the Batman. Uh, he starts off the film where he terrorizes some people dressed as Batman. He uh, loads a, a gang of um, thugs, thugs if you like, and and beats them up. And they say, ask him who he is, and he says, I'm vengeance. You know, he doesn't say I'm Batman. He says, I'm vengeance. <laughs> he doesn't say I'm Venom like Bobby yeah. did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, he's I'm vengeance. So he, you know, and he, at this point, he's he's sort of in a really dark place. I mm. think really, yeah. Um, at the same time, we've got Paul Dano's character, the the Riddler, uh, which again I think I said this on the, going back on the podcast when we reviewed it that I thought it was more of a Riddler origin mm-hmm. story film, yeah, great. which I thought was really good. Yeah. Um, I thought he was fantastic in it, Paul Dano. Um, and you've got uh, so you've got his story sort of going through at the same time, and you've also got the story of Zoe Kravitz's Selena Kyle, who ends up being Catwoman. Mm. Um, you got a lot of characters in this, haven't you? Um, because you've also got um, Oz played by Colin Farrell. Yep. 
where you can't even, can't even tell it's in. Ah, superb. It was really good because my mate watched it at work and uh, he said to me, do you know what? Have you seen the Batman? I went, yeah, I've seen it. And he said, I didn't even know it was Colin Farrell. <laughs> I was like, where's Colin Farrell in it? He yeah, said, I saw yeah. his name on it. And I was like, well, where is he? he Looking for Bullseye. Look, yes. Yeah. Bullseye from so Daredevil. I had to look up where, who he was in it. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, that's, that's really good effects, that, and uh, prosthetics and stuff. Yeah, like that, oh, like yeah, definitely, yeah. But you got the story with um, Selena Kyle and Carman Falcone being the big uh, gangster, the big, mm-hmm. you know, the big boss. Colin Farrell um, is like a, he's not quite a kingpin as such, is he? But you know that he's going to take over the reins. And he, become. And become the penguin, the penguin yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, become yeah. become the, the, the big boss now. Falcone's gone, mm. he's out the way. Um, obviously Andy Serkis plays Alfred in it. Um, again, stellar performance from Andy Serkis. You mm. always, you know, you always know you're going to get a good performance with him. Um, but yeah, this this film, um, it's sort of like I say, the early early years of of Batman. Mm. Um, we've sort of gone back there, haven't we? And again, it's it's a, another good film, very dark, gritty film. Yeah, and I it think... is very much like. Um, Reminded me like a bit like a Frank Miller sort of comic just book say, graphic I, I, graphic novel. I feel yeah. this is the closest we've come. You know, you, you go back to like Sin City, if you like. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, a Frank Miller book, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and you yeah. go back to you know your original Batman in eighty. What in eighty nine? Eighty nine. What with Michael Keaton? Yeah. So if you go, we well, from... got to the original film of Batman. Well, was sixty six on it, but that's yeah, what I was yeah, yeah. The, the Keaton one. But you look at that, and then you've had so many different like paint jobs on what a Batman yeah, film yeah. looks like, haven't you? You've had your... <laughs> you even had it in Lego, haven't you? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've had your slapstick type yeah. ones or your comic uh, bright and colourful ones. Yeah. Not slapstick, but you know what I mean, you've had like really satirical Yeah, you Joel that... Schumacher, Batman yeah. and Robin and Batman Forever. Very colourful. Yeah. And, and like, I agree with you that this is such a gritty, even this is, this is darker than Nolan's take. Yeah, yeah. It's I darker feel... than, um... oh, what's his name? Uh... Tim Burton. Yeah. It's darker than him. I think this one, I think you look at Nolan's back. I mean, there's a, a bit of a nice sublink there in, in, in to a degree as well. Nolan's kind of dominated this conversation a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You look at what Nolan did with the Batman films, and to me, that was, well, I'm going to drop the character of Batman in the real world. Yeah. I feel this is very much, I'm going to drop the character of Batman in what Gotham looks like in the source material. Yeah. The comic, yeah. you know, the, the graphic novels and stuff like that. I think was this. Heavily influenced by Year One, I, th- I think. Yes, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, d- yeah. Don't quote me on that, but no, it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I read that. Yeah. So you've got, you know, you've got direct influences to, to, to the graphic novels and and the the comics and things, and and yeah, I feel I feel Gotham's as much a character in this as as the characters are. I think, you know, it's very accurately represented from that source material and and, and stuff like that. But I feel, I think there's an argument this film's a little bit bloated. Like you've just said, there, there's a lot. Of, I think it's a little long. A lot of characters in it, and yeah. I feel that. But I feel the length ties into that because I think we said on the review, I believe, about Catwoman. You could you can take her out of this yeah. film, yeah, and it doesn't really affect the film. And in doing that, you would you'd bring that into a tighter. It, is it, was this three hours? Was it? it yeah, it's touching three hours. Was it two hours and two fifty six minutes? Yeah. So you take twenty um, minutes off that, take her out of it. You've got a two and a half hour film, which you think. That's maybe a bit more reasonable yeah, of a. Yeah. I, I thought the the character of uh, Selena Kyle and Falcone, I thought they they were sort of just it, it, there was a lot put in there, wasn't there? Yeah, um, bit of world building. Yeah, there, definitely yeah. as well. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I remember watching. Um, let's have a think. What film was it? Uh, Daredevil. 
Yeah. Uh, 2003 Daredevil with Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. funny enough. And, I mean, back then, I, I mean, it's cheesy now, really cheesy. But I, I enjoyed it. It was a really mm-hmm. good film. I really liked that when it came out. Um, it, it sort of didn't really hit its mark. But they did a director's cut of that. And they put in another character. Do you remember the rap star Coolio? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paradise. He's in that. Mm. And the the film's 30 minutes longer. And they actually took him all his scenes and everything out, out of the it, film. Yeah. And um, it didn't really add anything more to the film, mm. putting that back in, um, the, in the director's cut. And you could say the same with this, like what you've just said there. Yeah, you know, I think, you, I think you probably could do fair. that with that. It, it, it doesn't really add anything to it, but it pads the film out a bit mm. more, you know. Yeah. Did we... We didn't review Joker, did we? We did do a review of Joker, yeah, because it was part of our... Um, we picked Nolan's film against... Uh, it was The Dark Knight against Joker. So we did oh, we that, did, didn't, didn't we? we? Yeah. Right, so maybe... So we discussed that then. It'd yeah. be interesting to go back and listen to that because... Do you mind if I, if I <coughs> no, make no, a, go a on, point? Yeah. So I think, kind of ties into that about the trimming down of, of different characters and stuff. When we came out of Joker... Because people, if you've listened to us before, it's well obvious that I'm a more of a Marvel fan than I am a DC fan. You're not, are you? I am, apparently. <laughs> I however, am, yes. yeah. however, I would I'd put Joker very high in my list. If you combined, like, if we did like a yeah, 300 episode, yeah. we'd combine <laughs> yeah. it like that. Everything. Joker would be very high in that. The Dark Knight would be very high in that. So I'm yeah. not very much like anything DC does. It. Yeah, yeah. I don't poo-poo it immediately, right? But, um. I came out of Joker and I was like blown away by that film. Joker, yeah, I yeah. really enjoyed Joker. Thought, thought it was an awesome film. And it made me so sad that that wouldn't be used as like a reset point for the the DC's equivalent of a Marvel universe. Because, I, you know, it's very different because they ran very differently and they're owned very differently. But anything that Marvel does now, for better or worse, is going to tie into that cinematic universe that they've created. Yes. Unless yes. it's a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special or Gru, which yeah. is aimed at kids for a five-minute, like, Pixar shorts. Market, yeah, yeah. Right? So you're not going to have a... There ain't going to be an Iron Man film where there's just a random person portraying Iron Man and it has nothing to do with anything that's come before. DC, the gloves are off with that because you've... Li- like we were talking about earlier on, you've literally got three people playing Batman <laughs> this yeah. year. Right? And all made by the same studio. And that'll that'll probably I know there's a ten year plan that's that's come out and things, but the fact that Ben Affleck's back shooting as Batman that ain't changing anytime soon. So I I was upset and disappointed that the Joker wouldn't have been this reset point of like right let's create a world let's create a Gotham and a you know Metropolis on on the back of that however you want to do it um in that tone in that dark nature because I feel you look at Batman. If, if in a an ideal world, devil's advocate type thing, the Batman could fit in the world of the of what Joker was. Yeah, Joker was yeah. very dark. Joker was very gritty. So if you'd have had like like I said, we've got you've created this overarching villain or overarching villain for like five or six films, like they did with Thanos. Not to compare, but like they were building, or maybe not so much like we did with Thanos, but like they were they were crafting the Avengers, weren't they? In, the, yeah, yeah. in that first stage of Marvel. You could craft this Batman versus Joker scenario in this really populated Gotham. So you could have maybe cut Selena Kyle and Falcone out of um, 
the Batman and slotted them in. You could have had a Gotham film or you could yeah, have had yeah. something else that all ties in together before you finally bring Batman and the and Joker together. Because another thing that kind of just to go against that, there's another Joker in Batman. Yeah, yeah. So clearly there's no, like, that isn't going to happen. And, yeah, yeah. and that's why I, we tread carefully going into Joker too because you don't want it just to become, like, everything's just, just random. I'm not for one minute saying it should all tie together, but what I mean is I don't think you need a Joker too. Yeah, you you, you don't think, you know, I don't think hope, you need a Batman. I don't so, think you need a Batman sequel. No. I hope it doesn't tarnish what the Joker was. Yeah. I don't think it will. I I, I have a good I, feeling I think, about yeah, that. Yeah, I think they'll do something good with it. But, but if I, the world would be saying. a worse place if there wasn't another Joker. Yeah. And I feel with this, I don't think they're making a sequel to the Batman because they want to fix things that maybe didn't work in it the just, Batman. It was a successor. Let's it was a successor. Let's yeah. do another one. And I yeah. feel, yeah, this isn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination like we've said but there's some really good stuff in this yeah from what he's been before and it was quite refreshing to see a a batman film like this like it was very refreshing to see joker yeah yeah and yeah and I, I just just hope that well what sort of puzzles me with this is that this originally was ben affleck's batman mm. it was going to be ben affleck's batman and he so was actually writing and directing idea. it yeah there must have been some idea yeah, that this was going to fit with so, something that had come before so when warner brothers greenlit it it was Ben Affleck, and he'd written a script for it, and then he turned away and said, "Well, I don't, wanna, I don't want to direct it, but there's, you know, I've, I've written the script." And then there's, oh, no, we're going to rewrite the script, so they rewrote the script, and he didn't like it. Um, and I think he was pretty much burnt out. I think there's a lot of other things that have gone yeah. on there, but he was burnt out, and he and he just had enough of the character, the uh, the, uh, the the part of the role, and just decided to walk away. Was from he it. ever going to be in it when Matt Reeves was tied to it? Yeah, so Matt we, Matt Reeves came in, and he was still tied to it, right. so. But Matt Reeves rewrote it, and Matt Reeves was like, "Well, I'm going back to the drawing board and rewriting this full thing." And Matt Reeves has said that he always had Robert Pattinson as as in his head while he was writing it. Mm. So it's it's a bit of a strange one, really. So that it's like it's more or less like the 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 wanted to make this Batman film off the back of um, Justice League, yeah, but then decided that. When the star walks away, it's like imagine them saying, "Right, we're going to make Iron Man 2. And Robert Robert Downey Jr. is like, "Well, I'm not doing it. I'm walking away." Mm. You know, and like, "Well, what do we do?" Well, you know, and, and everyone else who was in it walked away, and then we'll we'll reboot it then. You know, yeah. And, and that's pretty much what they've, what they've done. I personally, we were just saying there about how padded out this film is. I think that he put so much into this film, thinking, "Well, I'm only going to get one film." Fair point. I, I'm yeah, only going to get one film, so I might as well bang as much in as I can do that, yeah. and go for a really padded out story. A snapshot and, and, of that world, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and that, and probably off the back of it. So that's maybe why you're going to get a Batman too, and that's this is maybe why it won't be as good because he only intended to make one Batman film. Mm. He, he never designed this to be the start of a trilogy or yeah, a yeah. series of films or to fall in this DCEU, whereas all the other films did. Mm. And the problem with the other films is that they all were rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't. They had. They, they had an idea of what they wanted to do, and and they wanted to copy Marvel. Mm. So I, I think really what you would be better doing is similar to like the Walking Dead, where they've got these. What the, what they're going to go forward with is Tales of the Walking Dead, where they're just going to have snapshot stories mm. throughout any time frame really. So you're mm. going to have things in the past. You're going to have things in the future. You're going to have things that are happening in the time as it is now. You're gonna, I think one of the stories, what they're, they're setting up is 10 years from now, yeah, you know, where in, it currently is in, in one, Walking it, Dead. That's what, coming out soon, isn't it? Yeah, the yeah. Dead, one, yeah. Of, one of the stories is there. And I think the DCEU should have done that with Joker. 
Like you say, it's really sad that they didn't use that as a reset. But I personally think what they should do is just make one-off films mm. and not try and tie everything together. And then that way they might get things right. I think the fact that everyone wants them to sort of tie them and make a sequence of films like Marvel, the, the, what they need to do is look at it and say, look, we're never going to, never going to, we're never going to catch up with Marvel now. We're ne- what's the point trying to compete with them? Let's do our own thing. And like making, like, so the the flash what the the, the yeah. it's, it's 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 as if they're working off the mo- the model that they had five years ago three mm. years ago like we, we we've got Aquaman two and we've got the Flash and then we've got this the Batman film and we've got another Shazam and all, they should have just made like one off films yeah that would have been better do you not but feel the, the problem that you've got is because a film's so successful a studio straight away says we want another one of them because it's worked. So why change a formula that works? Mm. And I think that is the problem. And because Marvel have had this long, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to bring out a series of comic books into movies. Yeah. And I think, and and they're all going to interlink. And mm. we're going to, we've got a plan for a 10 year thing, a 10 year timeline. And then after that, another 10 year, you know, the, the, the building a, a, um, a history, mm. a tapestry, to yeah, quote yeah, what you yeah. said earlier, tap the building a big tapestry, whereas as Warner Brothers are just saying, well that worked, so do another one of them. Um, what was the other one that they did? Where Suicide Squad, mm. the, the Suicide Squad, the, the the second one that was kind of a follow up, but one a follow up, yeah, yeah. but you know, again, but you know, um, that one. Well, what worked in the original film? Well, Harley Quinn. Well, one make a Harley Quinn film. Well, yeah, I don't know if that'll sell. They made a Harley Quinn, Quinn film. Uh, you know, she was really good in it, but you know, it wasn't really successful. Well, we still, you know, we, she'll still make another mm. film, and we need to make another one. So let's let's do another Suicide Squad. You know, this time we'll reboot it. We'll get James Gunn. You know, and it's like they're just making it up on the fly as they're going along. I and, just think and 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 then off the back of that, oh, what worked in that John Cena? Wow, we've got John Cena on board in the DCU. Mm. Let's give him a let's TV a series, show. You know. Yeah. Um, I just, I just feel with that. It's just so much. It's such wrong a shame, with it. and it, it, it's a shame. But I think they should have just, just said, "I honestly, me, me, because I am a DC fan as well. I'm a Marvel fan, but I'm a DC fan. But I go back to when I was growing up. Like the cartoons I watched were Batman and mm. Superman, and and I mean, I watched Spider Man, His Amazing Friends, and things like that, and the Hulk. But the, the, a lot of the content when I was younger was. It didn't matter whether he was DC or Marvel. You, you could watch them both, or, mm. and even the comics, you could you could read them both. And you know, that's how I see it. It didn't really matter. There was a Superman. There was there was a Batman. There was Spider Man. There was you know there was the Hulk. It didn't matter that mm. there was one particular Marvel or DC. And, yeah, yeah. And and some of the best films have come out, like you said, DC with Nolan, Man of Steel, which was a good film. You know, they needed. To me, I, I just I'm going on and on here. But yeah, I just, just think what, to... what what the where they've gone wrong is, don't try and copy Marvel. Just do a film on its own. Just do one film and let, like like the Joker. Let's not try and make a follow up to it. Let's it is what it is. We've got it. It's this fantastic piece of work. Brilliant. Look what we did there. Let's go and get another character, Deathstroke. Let's try and get the best out of that what we can and make that mm. the Red Hood. Let's go and do that. We don't need Batman in it. We'll go and make, you know, like what they've done with Black Adam. There's nobody else in that. Let's go and make I that Black Adam. I don't think that looks trash. <laughs> I don't think that looks like... Yeah, it doesn't look great, Just let me, just it, let but... me jump in on a couple of things you said, though. I, I agree with you, which is kind of what I was meaning. 
in essence. But I don't, I don't think in this day and age that you can, like, I don't think you could do one-off stuff. Like, you can't, you can't do one-off because, stuff because like people always want more. A Batman it's a, it's film. a success. Let's make another one. Yeah, and I, I know we we always oh, Marvel versus this, right? but Marvel aren't gonna like Endgame was the most popular, gross the highest, yeah, yeah. It, right? They would. They're obviously going to do. I mean, they've announced that since we've last done the episode and stuff. They've, they've got two Avengers films coming out in the next five years. Or whatever. Yeah, they're not going to stop doing them. Like they're going to no, keep no, no. doing them. Right. Yeah. So there is still an element of what's making the most money. If if the next Eternals comes out, which I believe is, there's, a, I don't know if you saw the trademark for. It's going to be. Yeah, called, yeah. It's not going to be called Eternals two. It's going to be Celestials something yeah. at time or something. Right. If that comes out and bombs there's a good chance you won't see the Eternals again. So yeah, a lot yeah. of the decisions are still driven by what makes the most money, what generates the most clicks and views and yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. right? That, that's that got to be a driving force. But I just I just find it fascinating how there's no direction of what's perceived to be no direction with the DC stuff. Because if you want to do one-off stuff, like we've just kind of said there, you probably can't, but you could still do three-off stuff then. You could do a, mm-hmm. well, we're going to do this 1978 view of Gotham. where yeah, these three with films, the Jokers. Yeah, yeah, where, yeah, or whatever. These three films come together. Like, and then you could do, we're going to do a Superman little series, and we're, or we're going to recast the Hurlcat crew, and we're going to do a Justice League trilogy. You could do that. You could do little pockets of it, as long as they've got identity and they've got yeah. a start and a finish. How the hell have we not had another Superman film when you could... <laughs> in any form, yet we've had two Suicide Squad films since the last Superman yeah. film. We'll have had two Aquaman films and two Wonder Woman films. But yeah. if you asked anybody, name me a superhero, you could go and ask your neighbour, who obviously doesn't like Marvel stuff because yeah. of their ages and stuff. Oh, Batman, oh, Superman, yeah, Batman. Spider-Man. There's a good yeah. chance they'd name Superman. Yeah. So, like, it clearly shows what thought they have for that property. Yeah. And, like, that, I just find that absolutely fascinating. Yeah, it's I pretty just, sad, really, isn't it? And, yeah. like, the amount of how many actors have played Batman yeah. in since 1989. Like, yeah. you know, like you said, in, in different forms and, and things. Like, I just find that really odd. All from the same studio. But then, in the next breath, you've got The Rock and all the promotion for Black Adam has been how he's a stronger superhero than Superman. Yeah. So they clearly acknowledge he's an anti-hero, isn't he? He's like Deadpool. Yeah, isn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah. Out stronger in terms of powers yeah. and things. So the and the teasing that who played Superman? Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. The teasing that Henry Cavill's going to return and they're going to have a Black Adam versus Superman. Yeah. Face off in some. So like, how? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that. It just, that just fascinates me. But I've gone off a slight tangent there. But um, <laughs> yeah. ever so slightly. But yeah, Batman does a really good job of portraying Gotham. <laughs> I felt and and things like that. But. Um, I like the music in Batman as well. The the, the scores yeah, really good yeah, in, it's in good, the Batman. It, yeah, good Batman yeah. theme in, in this as well. Did you like the Batmobile? I did. Yeah, it's something a bit yeah, different, wasn't it? Yeah, bit old school. Nineteen seventies muscle yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. I, I enjoyed did like it. That. Yeah, that was good. Well, um, so Robert Pattinson, just going back then, what what do you think his better performances in in Tenet or in in, oh, in the Batman? Is it too early to say that? In, well, not really. No, well, I didn't mean like that. I mean, in terms of... Well, before we come to that then, because that yeah. would be a nice closing point, maybe right, to okay. decide on, okay. on the, the film and stuff. Who knows? Who knows? Is there anything else you'd like to contribute I to? I mean, I've got loads of stuff written down here, but yeah, we've, we've, we've talked in depth Did about you enjoy this, the Batman? I, I did enjoy the Batman, yeah. I, I need to go back and watch it again, because mm-hmm. uh, I haven't watched it 
for a while because um, it's been a while since we've recorded one of these podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I need to go back and watch it again. Um, but I did enjoy it, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a good film. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you prefer that? Um, did you prefer Robert Pattinson's Batman to Ben Affleck's Batman? Again, there's... Or is it hard to compare? There's room for both of them. Two, two <laughs> in, this, in this DCEU that, that that we've got, for everything. <laughs> um, it's like asking about the Joker again, isn't it? What was better? Going back to what we had before, you know, we we picked Heath Ledger's performance over Yaquin mm. uh, Phoenix, but you know, the two really good performances, well, and two yeah, very yeah. different performances mm. as well. So, um, I like Ben Affleck as Batman. I think he, you know, he does a good job. I like I like what they did with him. I thought he was the best thing in. Su- uh, not Suicide Squad. It was in Suicide Squad actually. It was in the first. Yeah. One. Um, Just I, that, I think I think he was actually the best thing in Suicide best. Squad. He was <laughs> for the thirty seconds he was yeah, in it. Yeah. The, the three minute cameo that he had in it. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was good. But Robert Patterson, I thought because because when like going back to what I said earlier, when they announced him as Batman, I thought, oh dear me. But I, I I did thought it was good. I thought he played it well. And, and you liked the Riddler, didn't you? you and I did like the Riddler. Yeah. I thought that you know. I like that. I like when they do the things like that. Oh, you did? Oh, you didn't? No, no, I did oh, like did? it. I, I did like it. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to see more praise for Paul Dano as an mm. actor because I think he's a fantastic oh, yeah, he's actor. You still haven't watched Prisoners, have you? I've not watched Prisoners. I, I need to watch that. I need to watch Prisoners. Yeah. Um, season four. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was he was really good, and I like when they do like a modern or an alternative take on a yeah. bit, a bit like Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how they did that? Yeah, I really did enjoy that. Cool. Okay then, so you go first because it's my so the right. Tom Hanks. The Tom Hanks law is yeah. That's the, the Tom Hanks law is uh, going back to season, <laughs> season two, two, episode one, where I said um, you know cat would just pick them both. Oh, did you say a cat would just yeah, pick well, them both? Like, yeah, go on. Let's we pick can't them leave though. Castaway or Forrest Gump yeah, off the so, ultimate watch list. <laughs> so the, the the Tom Hanks law is that whoever's pick it is, which is Scots this week. Um, whoever's pick it is, um, if it's a draw between the two of us, a tie, mm-hmm. um, Scott gets to yeah, my Scott pick, gets to pick, yeah, my deciding vote. You, so it really makes vote. sense that you go first because given that there's only two yeah. of us, um, that would right, be the one well, I pick. I'm, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to surprise you. I'm going to go with the Batman. Okay, you didn't see that coming, did you? Well, who knows? Because I'm going on performances, and I, I, well, I'm going on both things, right? So both these films are good. They're both very long, mm-hmm. where they shouldn't be long. You could trim trim a little bit out of them. The tenant, like I'm, I'm not going to go over it all again. I've just said it all <laughs> for the last hour and a bit. Um, but tenant is what it is. It's long. It's complex. It's complicated. You can't take your brain out and eat a bag of popcorn while you're watching it. You've really got to concentrate what you're doing. The Batman is a long, long film. There's elements of it which is too long. But going just simply on the performances, two very good performances by Robert Pattinson. But I think what edged it for me was his performance in the Batman I thought it was very very good mm-hmm. and he surprised me in that he really did I thought he, he nailed that part so I'm just going to go on the performance I'm going to go with the Batman okay well well <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to start by saying I'm not necessarily in agreement with the IMDB score for Tenet, right okay because I think Tenet deserves a higher score than, than yeah that. okay um, I I maybe would also maybe not agree with the Batman score. Maybe bring that down a touch. Right, I okay. don't know. I'd maybe give these a similar score. But maybe swap them around. Balance them out a little bit. I yeah. don't know. Um, but 
my choice, it's funny, because my facial expression for you picking the Batman was because you kind of spoiled my thunder at the end. <laughs> I was hoping that you would pick Tenet. Yeah. Because I feel you believe I am going to pick Tenet. Okay? I do, yeah. But I'm not. But you're not. I'm wow. going to pick the Batman. Okay, right? then. Very similar viewpoint to what you said as well in that sense. And that was why I asked that right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Because if it was just about film alone... Mm-hmm. Hmm, I, don't, I don't know, because I feel... I think if you're it's... talking if you're talking film and story, then you've got to be talking about the other one. Well, but, but, but maybe not though. I, I but don't I'm, know I'm because... going on performance. Yeah. We're looking at Robert Batman. But I'm going to kind of yeah. disagree with myself there because I feel, in order to say to somebody like, "Oh, you've got to watch Tenet," yeah, I feel you're going to say to somebody, "Oh, you've got to watch Tenet," and they're going <laughs> to sit down and think, "I don't really know what's going on." And like, <laughs> I, I feel that lets that that's a hindrance to this film, whether you like it or not. Isn't it? And mm-hmm. I, yeah, I've seen this three or four times now. So I agree with you what you said earlier. You start to see different things and you unpick different things. But if you was just blindly saying to somebody that go and sit down and watch this, that it it's tough for you in in, in yeah. that sense, and you can understand why it maybe didn't, like we said earlier on, the, the drop off of this maybe wasn't great because people came out of this fifty fifty. Some loved it. Some thought I just don't have a clue what I've watched. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the Batman, it to me this was a really accurate representation of what you would expect the Batman to be, the world yeah. of the Batman to be. And I think Robert Pattinson did a bloody good job. Yeah. I think fair fair play to... Because he came into this, we all thought it, when that announcement of him as the, yeah. the Batman, you was kind of thinking like, that's a that's a very odd choice, but okay, yeah. let's see what he's... You're already thinking what kind of Batman's it going to be. And I, I didn't expect it to be like it was. I didn't expect it to be as broody yeah, as it was yeah. and, and dark. And... Yeah, I feel it does a really good job, and and it will be interesting moving forward with the the sequels that will come off this. I hope that I hope that a they don't spoil what's come before, and that it'll be interesting to see if there's an evolution of the Batman. And if yeah. very similar to how in Nolan's trilogy, yeah. the Batman that starts it is very different to the Batman that finishes it. It'll be interesting to see how this character like develops and and evolves because even at the end of this, is he's the hero, isn't he? The leave it is like he's leading people out in, mm. in the fire or whatever. So yeah, ends as a bit more of, more of a, a man of the people. If, That's if right. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm picking the Batman for, for the ultimate watch list for season three, which joins Rocky and the world's, world's end. It's end. quite a mix, isn't it? It's a tiny yeah. little three though, isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. That's, 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 that's decent. Pretty good, yeah. You didn't think I'd pick the Batman, did you? I didn't. No, no. I thought nope. you'd go with Nolan. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised there. there. I also picked that one because, Interstellar went on the list. Yeah. And I feel, I don't think Interstellar and Tenet can be in the same conversation because I think Interstellar, yes. yeah. granted that was last list, last season's list, but it's still kind of on the list. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so, the Batman, you've just made the list. you just made the list. Yeah. I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I said the list too many times. <laughs> cool. Brilliant. Right, so, next episode... Who knows when we're going to get around to recording that. I but, know. But next episode I is... I just hope I've got all my uh, stats ready. All your stuff good to yeah, do. Is definitely. your pick. What are we picking for the next one? Oh, so the next episode is going to be the Bill Murray link we're going with. Mm-hmm. My man. And, uh, your man. <laughs> Scott's favourite actor. Um, which we're going to do it, aren't we? We're, yeah. going to, we're going to record it. And Scott said, I'm not a big Bill yeah. Murray fan. I was like, just let you know. Great. Not a huge guy. Not a huge Bill Murray guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... The, the Bill Bill Murray link, but I've been really crafty with this one, haven't I? Um, because I've actually gone Wes Anderson again, haven't I? It's Wes Anderson <laughs> 2. Wes Anderson 2. 
the, the wide-angled scenic yeah. shot strikes back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we've gone. I've, well, I've, I've picked another couple of Wes Anderson films and just but the build is Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Right, yeah. But I have I've picked them for that. So anyway, we'll talk about yep. that in the next episode. But that's what our, that's our the next, next one. one's going to be. Yeah. So happy days, yeah. right, sir? If people want to listen to the previous Wes Anderson podcast from season one, oh, I like Stephen, yeah. where can they find it? Uh, they can find it on the website and they can find it on all major podcast providers. On the website. Um, you know what? I never <laughs> cease to amaze myself how quick I can think of those little like, yeah. segue things. And I always enjoy your face as you sit back and you think, he's done it he's again. He's done it again. He's done it again. By Jove, he's done it he again. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything that guy can't do? <laughs> um, on the website, like Stephen said, at watchfilmpod.com, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter by searching for watchfilmpod. And yeah, that's about it. So hopefully you'll listen to some of our other stuff and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye.